0: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: The Black Caps have their destiny in their own hands uh, at the T20 World Cup following that brilliant win over India uh, on Monday morning. And tonight uh, they're in action again. I think it's 11 o'clock start. Our time a little bit more friendly than three in the morning. Uh, joining us now to take a deeper look at what's uh, going on with the team in the UAE and uh, maybe a, a look at uh, the domestic scene as well is New Zealand's black cap selector and the manager of New Zealand cricket selecting at the moment, Gav Larson, the postman. Good morning, Gav. Good
0: morning, Smithy. How are you going?
1: Yeah, I'm going well, mate. You must be very pleased with what you're seeing out of the UAE at the moment, particularly that win over India. Yeah,
0: it was a really good performance, Smithy, wasn't it? Um, I mean, I think Gary summed it up you know, really well. It was as good a bowling performance, I think, as, you know, we've ever seen really from a, from a Black Caps T20 lineup. Um, I mean, it was almost faultless. So, so that was really, really pleasing. I thought backed up by oh, a couple of blemishes in the field, but in a general sense, the fielding I thought was, was top draw. The ground fielding really put a lot of pressure on as well. And, um, and, and the batting, um, yeah, the batting then tidied the game up nicely. So look, look, a really good step forward, and we know just how crucial that match was
1: well you pulled the right rein too because uh, you had uh, options to to use as your 16th player the player that you can bring into the team if you have a mishap and uh, you chose Adam Milne and in the end you needed him and uh, his performance grew throughout the night I thought
0: yeah yeah it did and and look um, if I even go back a step that was a really tough selection call you know for Milne not to make the original fifteen. um I mean, that, that happens in selection. You've got to make some tough calls. And, you know, Lockie was um, the incumbent sort of, I guess, um, express pace bowler in that squad. And Milne, Milne was his backup. But we knew certainly that if we needed to reach for, uh, for Adam, that, you know, he's a fine bowler. And um, I think he proved that. I think his first over, I think, went for 15. Uh, great comeback mm-hmm. then with his, um, with his final three overs. And, um, you know, he looked in um, really good form, really good rhythm.
1: Yeah, it, it looks a really um, balanced bowling lineup uh, if you look at it now. Particularly, I mean uh, Mitchell Sant has been a good white ball bowler for quite some time, but uh, Sodhi is striking. He's getting wickets uh, as well as being uh, relatively economical. So uh, that brings back memories of uh, your, your combo uh, with uh, with Harry back in the days, Chris Harris back in the days, taking the pace off the ball, etc. That is nice, and that I think that just about completes the mix.
0: Yeah, look, it is a um it, you know it's a good combo without doubt, and uh, Mitchell and Anish have done a fine job over the last oh gee probably probably four to five years now. To be fair, um, around the T20 game, and you know that that be arguably you know a couple of the first names names down. And in these conditions, are um, you know they they can be a bit of a handful. And we've seen right through the tournament, maybe The you know the spinners are all standing up, and you know it's a very um, very very important part of the game. Um, we've got Toddy Astle and. Um, sitting in the reserves if if he was needed and um also you know Glenn Phillips um has moved his off spinning forward as well. So we've got him and sort of up our sleeve if we do need a you know an extra over or two. So yeah, I'm really pleased with the with the bowling lineup. I was I was particularly pleased with Tim Tim and um Trent and how they went at the top. Um they they exerted the early pressure and always good to, you know, as you know, pick up a couple of wickets early on that gets a bit of a bit of momentum into the game for you.
1: Mm, absolutely. Uh, Kyle Jamison looks from the outside just to be uh, the later stages of the IPL and, uh, and the T20 format, etc. Just, just battling a wee bit. Are, are you thinking that or is, is he he's ready to go if needed?
0: Oh, look, he, he's ready to go. I mean, I, I think I'd certainly say that he's probably a little bit down, down on confidence. Um, things didn't quite roll the way he would have wanted in the IPL. Um he's certainly not bowling badly and the feedback I'm getting through Gary and Co in the UAE is that um I mean we all know Kyle he's a hundred percent man, he's full of energy and he's bringing a lot to the to to the unit. Um he's working really, really hard in the in the nets and look I'll be absolutely a hundred percent confidence confident, Smithy, if if we needed to reach for Kyle then um yeah, you know, he'll be there and he'll be ready to go. Let's look
1: at the batting, uh, Gab, because there's been a a couple of uh, eyebrow raises, uh, one of which was uh, Daryl Mitchell opening the batting, which was um, uh, was what we, I don't think it, too many people thought might happen uh, going into uh, into this World Cup. So, what what was the thinking there?
0: Well, I don't think the selectors really saw it happening either. Smithy, I'll be brutally honest. Um, you know, Daryl was uh, very much looked at as as a batter in that in that middle order. Um, the way the I guess the way things fell in those two warm-up matches, Daryl took an opportunity at the top. And, you know, in talking to Gary, he said, God, he was just so impressive in everything that, you know, not only with the bat, what he brought out in the middle and and, and his approach, um, absolutely fearless. um, But what he brings just in a general sense, being part of the playing 11. And look, we saw that, didn't we, the last sort of couple of seasons when he's been given opportunities and, you know Test match and um, and One Day cricket as well um, back here in New Zealand. So, look, he's making every post a winning post, and you know that was a it was a big call. Um, but really, really pleased to see Daryl's development, and you know that that now means you've got some extra pressure, you know, around the top of the order because you've got Tim Seifert, who who we know has produced some good earnings for us at the top, and and you've also got guys like Conway and Phillips, who whilst are uh, you know cemented mm-hmm. in at number four or five. You know they've also done a really good jobs at the top of the order so we've got we've got good options
1: on Conway i mean uh, you know uh, it was great to see that um you're able to to get him tracked through a, into the system and use him very quickly he's i mean there's a lot of rep- reputation about it there often is about some players, but man has he justified it in spades
0: oh he he's just been absolutely awesome i you know <laughs> I don't know what words, more words you can sort of use to how he's just exploded onto the scene and and done the business. He's just looked absolutely at home at international level. You know, I, th- I think we all felt watching him that we knew we had something very, very special on our hands. And once he was qualified, it was just a, a matter of just sort of, I guess, you know, easing him in, you know, but the, the right way. And we we used T20 cricket um, to to achieve that. But, um, gee, he, he looks, he's a fantastic three-format cricketer. And, I mean, even now on the T20 team, he's got some skills with the gloves as well. And, and you know, that means, from a mm. balance point of view, we've, you know, like we made that decision in the last game to leave Tim Seifert out. And um, Devon's taken the gloves, which allowed Daryl to take his spot at the top and, and, and create a nice balance in the playing eleven.
1: So, Gav... If we make it to the playoffs and we're, we're looking good at this point, uh, it looks like we'll have about five games in the next eight or nine days, which is, which is busy, very, very busy. So um, you, you look at a game like tonight, which is one you should win. I mean, in all honesty, you should win and perhaps do it quite comfortably. What do you do with the team in that regard? I noticed Pakistan pretty much played their A-team uh, overnight against uh, Namibia, so they weren't taking any chances there. Uh, can you afford to rest and rotate, or, or do you just want to keep going with the combo?
0: I'd be very surprised, Smithy, if, if there were changes. I mean, there might be a tweak um, within the 11, but there wouldn't. There, 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 I don't think there's any way that we'd be looking to make you know, two, three or four changes. Um, you want to get momentum. Uh, we hopefully can, can build on that last result tonight against, against Scotland. And you just want to keep the, keep the ball rolling. Um, it's no real surprise if you look back at previous Aussie um, tournaments. Um, you know, Kane and Gary's sort of MO is, is very much that. Uh, you know, once we've got a mm-hmm. established eleven, and, and, and if they're doing the business, then and, and you know, barring injuries, of course, um, then you would expect the, the incumbents to keep pushing forward. Uh,
1: you talk about the most uh, talked about joint. Uh, In the country at the moment, it's probably the Kane Williamson elbow. Um, What is the status on that? I mean, obviously, uh, he's getting through at the moment. Uh, You're nursing it through from time to time. But is the long term prognosis um, going forward that we might have to do without him if he has surgery or something?
0: Yes, that's been talked about um, at the moment. You know, we want to get through this T20 World Cup, and certainly managing Kane's workloads. Um, as you know, Smithy Kane wants to hit sort of a thousand cricket balls a day, uh, so I, th- I think Gary's had a bit of a task on his hands to, to persuade the skip not to, you know, he doesn't need to spend the hours in the nets that he um, that he has been historically, and, and maybe in a way that's that's, um, that's going to be good for Kane. I mean, I thought he batted beautifully. Um, in that Indian game, and with his thirty not out, and he looked, um, you know, he looked as good as I've seen him for a while. So, I mean, that that was really pleasing, and that, and that's off not a massive volume of work in the nets. So, maybe there's a wee message there for Kane as well. Um, but look, it is Nickley, uh the, the the elbow. There's no doubt about that, and um, he'll just have to keep managing that.
1: Right. Let's look at uh, the domestic scene. Gav, the Plunkett Shields underway. Ah, uh, been a lot of runs for this time of the year. I guess that's quite
0: pleasing. Yeah, yeah, there has been. Smithy. I'm actually sitting here right now, speaking to you up the top of the the RA Vance stand. I'm at the Basin, watching day four of the Wellington Canterbury game. Um, the rain's just come in from the um, over the top of Cook Strait. It's a howling southerly and it's freezing cold, Smithy. So <laughs> early, early season domestic cricket. Um, but I've been, I've been really pleased. Um, I mean, very disappointing at the moment that we can't get Auckland in. Northern districts onto the park there's you know any number of players that are looking to push their push their case of course you know through the domestic game so that that's been disappointing and the sooner we can get them on the park the better but um, the other four teams have been in they've been in operation and um, I've, I've seen some good cricket um, as you' you've just mentioned the batting i think there's been i think there's been nine eight or nine centuries scored to date and some good centuries as well, and um, that, that's been really pleasing. And that might suggest that the, the, the bowling maybe hasn't been um, crash hot, but you know I actually think the bowling's been okay, and they've been working really hard too. So I think you know what that really means is some some reasonable quality cricket early on in the season, and um, helped by some, um, some 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 reasonable pitches as well.
1: Uh, Gab, just finally, uh, your next uh, big reveal will, of course, be the the test squad for India, which uh, will be uh, announced very soon, I would imagine, uh, and that uh, is the first time without B J Watling, so uh, that'll be interesting. And uh, when, when do you name that?
0: Uh, we're hoping to get that out, Smitty, uh tomorrow, um, in between the mm-hmm. the um, Scotland and Namibia games. We've had you had the team sort of ready for. Oh, probably a week or two now. It's uh, just been a bit of Tom Stutton behind the scenes um, going on with um, New Zealand cricket. Yes, there's a lot going on, as you, as you know, at the moment. So um, I think Gary's going to host that from over and UAE to be here by Willie, Willie Nichols. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to that out and um, equally can't wait for those two. Yeah. Thank so, uh, I- it's exciting. It's I certainly see a couple of really exciting gets, uh, Smithy,
1: I think. Yeah, Yeah, I, I think you're right, Gav. I think uh, they'll be brown, they'll turn, uh, and they'll want to pay us back if they can. But uh, we're playing pretty good. We're playing pretty well. So, uh, hey, Gav, Larson, thanks, thanks very much for uh, your time this morning and uh, that information. And uh, I like you. I don't want to see any changes. I think we just uh, proceed uh, full course with the team that we've got and just keep going. That's, that would be my message anyway. So, thank you.
0: Great, too right. Thanks, Snuddy.